Welcome back to the EV Diaries. This is the place for EVs in small town America. I am your host, Ben, and we are doing something different today. If you were a previous listener of EV Diaries, you know it's been a minute since we last had any podcast activity. I think it was uh, June of 2021. And I decided it was time to relaunch, and we're doing things a little bit differently. We're going to call it the Rural EV Diaries, uh, because we need to focus on small-town America and the fact that um, I do live in a rural area, and EVs are becoming more prolific. I also have added a co-host, a man by the name of Mr. Brent Jackson. Now, Brent is our, um, remind me again what your title? Member Relations Coordinator. Member Relations Coordinator. So he is in direct communication with our, our members oftentimes with, uh, with regard to uh, coordination. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Brent, Brent has uh, some EV curiosity and he's asked me a couple of questions. And when he asked me a question, he really puts me to thinking. Uh, he's got a, a brilliant mind, and he asks all the right questions. So I thought, what better way to reboot the show and provide some uh, a new twist on things other than to bring Brent in? I, I think it's going to be a good move. That being said, let's talk about what has happened since June of 2021. Uh, If you'll remember back then that um, every other day Tesla was being bashed for something. Uh, Either they were bursting into flames or smacking into pedestrians or just whatever. Tesla was being blamed. Chevy was still on the fence. They had these grand ideas that they were trying to unveil to the world, and uh, but then again, they were pushing their diesel platform. Um, basically playing both sides against the middle. Now, if you go back and listen to some of the previous episodes, you'll figure out that I'm not a Chevrolet fan, which is funny because I was back in high school. Um, but anyway... I got frustrated back then because it was just the same old BS. Uh, And from the co-op side, from the utility side, nobody really knew what was going on and we were having the same discussions. So now let's fast forward to today. Um, Tesla, the only time Tesla's ever mentioned is when they're uh, discussing what next Twitter thing that Elon Musk is doing and has he lost his mind and um, so now people are more concerned with uh, what he's doing than what Tesla is doing. Chevy, they actually have some things on the market now, surprise, surprise, Uh, but you can still get a Silverado diesel if you want one. Um, What gets me the most about Chevy is 
you know, Ford just quietly did their thing. They brought the the Mustang E and now the the Lightning to to the market. Chevy was talking, 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 and now they finally brought something and they've act like they've been here the the entire time. It's true that they did start out with the EV1 way back in the uh, golly mid 90s early 2000s whenever it was so yeah they got the conversation started uh even though they didn't invent electric cars which i think we did a history episode way back when but anyway they sort of got the they they got the ball rolling and then now they act like they've been here the whole time and that they are the uh, god's gift to the ev world um I don't. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I'm still skeptical of Chevrolet. Um, I'm still frustrated because guess what? Utilities still don't have a clue what all of this is going to look like when we hit certain saturation levels. And um, I know that just conversations that I've had that uh, consumers in small town America, they still feel like they're being forced to adopt EVs. Um, even though we know that this is the future, uh, forced is a strong word, but this is how they feel. Since then, uh, you know, we've had the infrastructure bill and, uh, nobody understands it either. It's complex and it seems to be getting more and more complex every day. It's becoming an entity all of its own and the complexity grows. But this is a new day. Um, Like I said, I've got Brent here. Uh, He is uh, going to ask and help me answer some questions. Uh, He's going to help me uh, foster this discussion about EVs in small town America. And since he is on the front line, he is going to help shape this into a direction where it is targeted toward members of rural utilities and questions that they may have, things that that I haven't considered. All right, so Brent, I have talked for a long time now. I am going to let you tell us a little bit about yourself and and what you think. Okay. Um, Like Ben said, my name is Brent Jackson, and I have... um, an array of backgrounds coming into this. Mainly, uh, what you said earlier is my early adoption of technology is kind of a big thing for me, uh, and it has been throughout the years. I've had also several different jobs that um, kind of have helped me develop this viewpoint that does cause me to ask a lot of questions um, and stuff like that. So I. Uh, went to the University of Kentucky and I have a finance degree and lo and behold here I am being kind of the PR guy for uh, our local co-op. So um, EVs have always intrigued me because they're very um, technology driven from the standpoint of what's going on inside the car. Uh, The technology that they're using, the battery technology, is really, really old. Like we've had that technology for a long time. Uh, but what they're doing on the inside of the car is really what interests me. And it's caused me to ask some questions 
that a lot of people forget about because, like you and I have talked about before, always at the forefront of this is climate change. Right. And that may be an issue. Um, whether you're for or against, I really come at this with no dog in that fight, but let's set that aside and start to ask the question, well, why are we doing this? And on top of that, how does it compare to things that have happened in the past? So you look at uh, the horse. Obviously, we moved from the horse to the car. Was that an easy thing to do? Absolutely not. I wasn't you know, around back then, but I can imagine it was a difficult thing going from the horse, where there's no roads, to what we have now. It was a very long process, very complicated, uh, uncomfortable for lots of people. So that's one, one thing we can compare it to. Another thing I feel like we can compare this to is uh, phones, right? Uh, text messaging is by far the most prevalent way to communicate. Mm -hmm. But when that started, I had a phone that the letters were the numbers, and you paid for text messaging extra, and nobody really wanted to do it. It didn't make sense. Why not just pick up the phone and call somebody? Well, now we know that I can send a message that I know you got, and you're going to read when you get a chance to read it. So all the adoption from the beginning of those particular technology advancements demonstrate that it's not easy. And you can ask the same question, well, why are we doing this well, with both uh, examples there? Why would we go from the horse to the car? Why would we go from a little phone that you just talk on? Because if you'll remember, the phones were small, and now they have to be bigger because text messaging and internet usage has become more prevalent than actually talking on the phone. Right, right. And, you know, you, you think about that. I'm sure the first time that somebody with a, a, a car got stuck or ran out of gas or back then the, the wheels were made out of wood, broke, broke, a, broke a wheel, mm -hmm. and you couldn't just go to Advanced Auto and get it. Exactly. You, you couldn't whip out your smartphone and have one here in two days, <laughs> exactly. you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I would imagine that, that there was a lot of uh, a lot of ridicule, too. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, driving EVs, I've not really got a whole lot well. I've been cold rolled a couple of times. Oh, yeah, but, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, not so much ridicule. I've got a lot of curiosity. Yeah. Uh, especially I, I go to the Veterans Park, try to go every day and mm -hmm. walk or run or whatever. And uh, when I first started going, everybody would be, you know, I had several people ask about my car. Yeah. And it's uh, it's funny, I pull up in the parking lot at Lowe's or Walmart and somebody's, yep. hey, is that electric? Yep. And technically mine's a hybrid. Yeah. But I explained to them and, and they asked me how I like it and everything. So. The curiosity is there, mm -hmm. but yeah, I can imagine first time that, yeah. that you had to get a horse to pull a car out of the exactly. Ditch That's that, a great example. It's like ha ha ha! Uh, look, this yeah. guy's got this fancy car, and he's got to use my horse to get it out of the ditch. You know, mm -hmm. it's like this guy's an idiot. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. I, I read something somewhere where they were having an issue with uh, men breaking their arms because the crank yeah, and it would backfire sometimes somehow, and it break their arm. Yeah, like. There's just so many roadblocks to developing technology, and I think that gets lost in all the climate change and all these crazy things that people put out there to try to tamp down an idea. Yeah. And, and this is one thing I wanted to mention is like, to me, it feels like, well, 
it's true, no matter what you believe, it's all money driven, right? These companies right. take a technology and they think we're going to be first to market, we're going to develop it, and we're going to get this big, huge head start. Think Apple with iPhone. Right. They really started smartphones. Uh, but before them, you had BlackBerry, you had all these companies yeah. that were that were on the fringe of that. But then Apple said, "No, we're gonna we're gonna change the mold." Right. And they did that, and they put a lot of money in, and it was a slow deal. But now look at it. I mean, probably, I don't know what the percentages are, but it's really high. And you know that that comes back. We we talk about Chevy, mm-hmm. the the EV one or whatever it was back in the day. Yeah. Um, they were trying to break the mold. Right. And it commercially didn't pan out. Right. They've got, you know, a lot of shareholders. Yep. Um, I'm sure whoever was in charge of that probably might have been looking <laughs> for a new job. Mm-hmm. Now, you come Tesla, Tesla doesn't care. They're going to break them up. Right. I mean, Elon Musk, like him or hate him, is the same yep. jobs of, That's right. of the automotive world. You're right. So he, he came in broke the mold, and now the mold can never go back together. Exactly. thing is, companies like Chevrolet are still trying to use the mold. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I'm all about freedom of choice, so. Yeah. But eventually, as we've seen with the horse, and, yep. you know, we ride horses for pleasure now, yep. not to get anywhere. That's right. Uh, I mean, don't you think, uh, you know, a good kind of, first thing to talk about too with this is like the the people that think that we're going to go full electric in like three weeks you know what i'm saying and then on top of that that you're there's going to be no gas anywhere just like you said we still ride horses for pleasure so the and i cannot remember what they're actually called so i'm just going to say the horseshoer the blacksmith yeah right like there's still blacksmiths. There's a lot of blacksmiths because we have race horses, we have pleasure horses. They're around now. Obviously, we don't have as many as we did probably back in the early 1900s. They're called furriers. They, that, they are. That's that it. Furrier. Fair. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what it is. I knew I couldn't. It's actually called uh, when you put shoes on a horse. I think it's called shotting. Shotting. I think. Yes. I could. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think that's what's called. Uh, I, I, sh- I shotted myself once. <laughs> that sounds bad. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we're going to wrap this up. We have discussed, we're going to try to keep the episodes between 10 and 15 minutes. Of course, sometimes topics will go long. Um, that being said, uh, it's a new day. And I hope that, that all of my old listeners, I hope that this shows up in your, your feed. Um, our goal here is to be educational and entertaining. Uh, and, you know, if we have said something, and I realize this is just an introduction, so we've not really um, got too deep into the weeds, but, you know, if we've cha- uh, challenged your paradigm, we've said something that, that maybe have made you think something else, or if you've, you know, maybe raise some questions or, or whatever, um, please tell somebody about us. Um, we, I've got to, well, we now uh, have got to grow this show. I, I had a, a little bit of an audience with the EV Diaries, and now uh, with the rebranding, um, we're starting to get from square one. Um, so, 
I'm working on our socials, so uh, you can you can try to find us. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I I still have access to all the the social media accounts, so you can search EV Diaries on on whatever, and and maybe you can find us. Um, if you got any questions you'd like us to answer, uh, you can email those to us and. Um, I can't remember what my email address is. <laughs> I think it's been at the evdiaries.com. Um, assuming that that's still it, uh, if you send us an email, I will <laughs> do my best to respond. Um, that being said, uh, share the show, help us grow, help us get this information out to, to people who are on the fence about EVs in small town America. So, uh, I used to say, um, wow, I forget what I even <laughs> you used, forgot to what used to say. Um, the EV revolution is here, so buckle up, it's a fun ride, or something like that. <laughs> we'll have to work on a new catchphrase. Uh, Brent, in closing, anything? I don't have anything. No, not this episode. Just really excited to get started, and uh, I, I hope, like you said, the, the biggest thing for me is to challenge people, just to get them thinking. Yeah. You know, there's no right or wrong in this, really, in my opinion. Right, right. All right, guys. So until next time, I don't know, peace out. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough. Good enough.